0: Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Cloud, and I want to welcome you to our latest installment of Hebrew Treasures. In this segment, we're going to take a look at the word chesed. That's a word that is most commonly translated as loving kindness. Other times, you can see it translated as things like loyalty, faithfulness, goodness, even mercy, and sometimes steadfast love. The root word means to devote oneself entirely. You give yourself the needs of others. And so then it's about being selfless and it's about being pure hearted. And it is something that we see that is rewarded in like kind. Psalm 18 verse 25 says, with the kind or the Hasid, you will show yourself kind. Now you may recognize that word Hasid. It's generally translated as pious one. And it is to denote someone who exhibits the same characteristics as the Creator does. And so, this is a word that would be descriptive of Abraham, because he was a gentleman. He was kind, he was considerate, beneficent, he was hospitable. In short, Abraham is the prototype, so to speak, of one who strives to emulate the characteristics of the Creator. Now, when it comes to the Creator, he described himself to Moses This way, in Exodus chapter 34, beginning at verse 6, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abounding in goodness, and that word there is chesed, abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. So now I want you to notice that God said of himself that he abounds in chesed or goodness, and in truth. Thus, we could say that the character of God is summarized in the word chesed. And so the point here is the Bible makes it very clear that chesed is an attribute that originates with the Creator, but it is one that should also be found among those who follow Him. In fact, it is an attribute that is worthy of anticipating God's acknowledgement. For instance, Nehemiah said this in regard to all of the work that he had done in the rebuilding of Jerusalem. It's found in Nehemiah chapter 13, beginning at verse 14. Remember me, O my God, concerning this, and do not wipe out my good deeds. And the word there is chazdai, which is just a derivative of the word chesed, that I have done for the house of my God and for its services. So, It's something that you and I should display. And as noble as it is to display this characteristic, we always have to keep in mind that God's loving kindness goes far beyond man's ability. His is overwhelming when compared to our own meager attempts at living a pious life. So to underscore this particular thought, we're going to speak briefly of a cognate or a family word. That is is one that is related to the word chesed. And the word in question is eshed, which means to pour down. It's an outflow and to some degree an overflow. If you look at it within the context of God's loving kindness toward us, this is a word that expresses how his chesed to us flows down from heaven in unstoppable waves. I want you to imagine a slope. And at the top of this hill, is where God's kindness begins to flow down to us. And once it has begun the descent to us, because of the sloping hill, it can't be stopped. Actually, the only way it could be stopped is at its source, that is, the Creator. And that is something that he is very hesitant to do. In fact, to underscore this point, Abraham's servant says this in Genesis 24, verse 27, "'Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, Who has not forsaken his kindness, or Hazdo. He has not forsaken his kindness and his truth toward my master. Now, looking at a very different facet of this word, chesed can also be translated as shame. Quite a different thought in comparison to kindness. So then, how is it that a word that on one hand means loving kindness, mercy, faithfulness, all these things, how could it also mean shame? How could these two seemingly opposite concepts be connected? Well, I want to read you a verse because I believe in this verse, there is something presented that we need to consider. As Jacob prepared to meet his brother Esau, he's afraid he's concerned and so he begin to pray unto the lord and he said this in genesis 32 verse 10 i am not worthy of the least of all the loving kindnesses is the hebrew word and of all the truth which you have shown unto your servant and so by this statement Jace, jacob basically declared himself unworthy of god's countless acts of kindness to him by saying in a matter of speaking whatever merits I have are diminished by the enormity of your goodness, because God's loving kindnesses to him made him feel inadequate. So we could say, in some sense, it shamed him into approaching God in humility. Now, on another note, and this would be according to some rabbinical literature, the word chesed, or the concept chesed, is the power, if that's the right word, that finds and connects souls. That is, it allows for people who are lost and without connection to their brethren, it allows them to be found, first of all, and then connected to those that they belong to. And so then it would seem that chesed is what provokes the pious to look for the lost and then connect them into God's family. There are some scholars who believe that the word chesed, which is a Hebrew word, is connected to the Arabic term hashadah, which means they assembled. And I find that to be very interesting because we know that restoration, restoring the kingdom to Israel, raising up the fallen tabernacle of David, finding his lost sheep, assembling them together, and then bringing them back into the land that he swore to their fathers, that, from cover to cover, is the heavenly Father's purpose. Over and again he tells us that This is what he's going to do. And frankly, not because of the goodness of his people. No, to the contrary, he says over uh, many times, he says they have profaned his name. But he does it because of his name's sake, because of his goodness. But still, this would infer that for the father's purpose of finding and connecting his lost sheep to the family to which they belong, Considering that from the very beginning of time, God has always worked through people, the attribute of chesed must abound among his people. Where restoration is concerned, this is going to be a crucial factor. And thus, we see that chesed is first manifested by the creator himself and then by those of his people who, following in the footsteps of Abraham, this pious one, they genuinely, they genuinely desire to do God's will. Now, His kindness to us is obvious because He is so committed to restoration that He sent His Son to reconcile us to Him, and this fact brings to mind the belief, in rabbinic circles at least, that the metal silver is connected to the attribute of chesed, and here's why. Throughout the Bible, silver is linked to the concept of redemption. And so in that vein, and no pun intended, the Messiah, our Redeemer, was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. And so this point is to underscore the fact that God's loving kindness to us is limitless and it is crucial to his desire to restore all things, which now brings us to our final thought. Chesed is linked to the idea of greatness. In Hebrew, that term would be gedulah. For instance, Abraham was considered great, but not because of his wealth, not because of his influence and power necessarily, but primarily it was due to his kindness and his consideration for others. Thus, greatness is considered to be the motivation for all acts of chesed, or loving kindness. And so then when we acknowledge God's greatness, it is to acknowledge his kindness toward us as much as it is to acknowledge the fact that he is omnipresent and that he's omniscient, that he's all-powerful. Those things are important, but it is his chesed, it is his kindness that we also acknowledge. And so to those who would desire to be considered great in the kingdom, They need to heed the words of the Messiah who, speaking of keeping even the very least of God's commandments, told us this in Matthew chapter 5. Whoever does and teaches them, that is the least of his commandments, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, or if you'll allow me to put it this way the Hasid, the pious ones, then you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. So in other words, it's not enough to regard yourself as pious and adhere to a strict and rigid code of law. In other words, be religious. It's going to take more than that. One must be careful to observe even those things that oftentimes get overlooked in a religious context. In other words, my point here is, What real benefit is there for the so-called pious who demand strict adherence to God's laws and yet at the same time can't find it in their heart to be kind, loving, and merciful to their fellow man? That method, frankly, does not line up with what Abraham did. He was pious. He was a Hasid because he was kind and because he was thoughtful and considerate. And he was all of those things because those things are what define the one he served. That is our God, our creator and redeemer. And so if we are going to be like the Messiah, if we are going to be like our father in heaven, yes, it's important to keep his instructions and commandments. But it's very important that we emulate those attributes that define him. And one of those, and I believe one that summarizes him, is the concept and attribute of chesed, loving kindness, just being kind and considerate to people. It seems so simple, yet it's crucial to his plan for us as individuals and for the body at large and for his overall plan for the world. So with that, I want to thank you for joining me on this segment of our Hebrew Treasures. Be looking for our next installment coming soon. Shalom you're hearing? become a bill cloud premium partner to watch your listen to hundreds of hours of teachings and resources on demand go to billcloud.com slash subscribe to start watching today